Do you hear that? What is that? It's... Oh, no. Are they here? They're here. They're here. Everybody, honey, hide. Oh, my God. Oh, God. <laughs> Who are you? It's the time. The dismal time. I just hit. There we go. So it's just me for the better part of an hour talking. And by the end, I'm exhausted because I decided to watch all of the uh, uh, Seattle Sounders uh, versus Pumas. Uh, second leg of the CONCACAF Champions League last night, which ended at midnight. And um, then sat and got my notes together on that and um, like the UEFA Champions League that had happened earlier in the day. And then finally finished recording about 2.15 a.m. So like the last segment, I'm just out of gas. And... <laughs> and just like talking about how um, uh, basically uh, yesterday was also Cesc Fabregas's birthday. So of course he was wished happy birthday on the Arsenal subreddit. And then a bunch of, uh, and then there's an, a, a 300 comment argument about whether or not he's a snake. <laughs> so, uh, so I've decided 11 years after Cesc left for Barcelona to, to record a podcast segment, telling people to grow up. 11, I, I restrained 11 years. Yeah, I, that happened in the summer of 2011. And I, I said, um, I restrained myself to one grow up, you loser, uh, in reply to somebody who, who uh, again, this is, an, this is an adult man, like the picture of him easily uh, 30 years old. And he's just like, um, uh, he's just like, he's like, I, Sesc, uh, uh, it's just like, I am always torn because he made me fall in love with Arsenal. But then he left and just like, <laughs> okay. Yeah, all right. You should have showed you should have uh tough told them about the, that that Visa replace your favorite jersey commercial. Yeah. So, <laughs> that could have been yeah. Uh, if, on, if only there was uh, the uh Let me find exactly what, uh Oh, he deleted. Oh, I got him. I got his ass, Brendan. He deleted his tweet. Good job, Michael. Well, very proud of you. Oh, yes. This rules. If, had I only known, this would have been better uh, better content for my own show. I'm wasting it on this one. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Your, your Twitter, <laughs> the, the Mr. Too Damn Soccer, it, well, it's, it, to be fair, it's just a much better Twitter handle, so I think that has something to do with it. Something That's to do part with it. it part of it yeah i've i updated my bio uh and now i'm a champions league beat writer for us weekly well okay <laughs> you is the uh is the name of the dismal tide in the episode description of uh the purely aesthetic soccer show no oh that's funny you know i don't know it's nothing important i just it's just funny i guess it's just funny it's just damn this shit this shit funny it's not. I'm not mad about it. It's just it's funny because you could probably pretty easily do that. Who whose tweet was that from a like a few weeks ago? Like, um, it's almost comical how how funny some shit is. <laughs> I didn't see that. <laughs> it was really good. But no, this is the um, 
uh, this is what the show turns every show turns into this eventually where you just talk about what else you're doing this is uh i i remember uh listening to an episode of roderick on the line and uh and john talking about his other show and uh uh and, Mer and merlin says like oh the, the show that you do with dan where you open your mail <laughs> and <just> like, yes <laughs> that was that really was it for that his other show for a while was them opening stuff people sent them. And so it was just them opening mail on air for like an hour every week. I, I, I don't think I would be interesting enough for me to open. I, I got a bunch of packages today. Do I? I don't know. Well, let's not see. Anything? Let's see. Start by reading out now? your ad. Start by reading out your address. So everyone has a good frame of reference. All right. It's, uh, it's on, I, I live in Greenpoint, Brooklyn on a street that starts with F. No, I opened all. I opened all the packages. I'll put them back it, in. It wouldn't be hard to figure. If you wanted to kill me, it wouldn't be that hard to figure out where I live because um, you see where my runs start and end on Strava. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you have the, you have the option. You the have the you have the option to hide that, but I, I also never start right in front of the house because I'm always trying to. Um, I, I'm trying to like we uh, make like the biggest like circle that I can. Um, so I, uh, I'm always walking somewhere else to start because I, I'm, I'm trying to like go along the river as far down as I can get as wide as that of that as possible, come back up and then make a complete loop. I don't, if, if the lines like touch each other or intersect at any point on my map, when I look at it afterwards, I really don't like that. Interesting. I didn't know that part. I, whenever I'm running and I'm like trying to time myself or anything, I don't like timing the walk. So that's why I would not start at the same spot every time. Because like I oh, want well, like well, well, to walk to warm the, up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't. I'm not start. Yeah, I I don't walk out the door, hit record, and then walk three avenue blocks. You know, I I don't start it until I get to where I'm going. So you're the Mets are just actually good this year. Yeah, I actually like bought that. into a few Mets in fantasy because I I I felt Max Max Scherzer is just a you know he's a winner. Generally, pretty good pitcher. Yeah. Isn't Justin Verlander good this year again too? Oh, I don't know. I I really don't know what's happening in baseball outside of the Mets or what I see Ryan post uh, on on Twitter. Well, I'm having. But I have I have a pretty steady feed of of baseball highlights because of Ryan. But uh, otherwise, for for myself, um, I, I I barely know what's happening. I don't. I, I turned on uh, the last ten minutes of Get Up today for the first time in like six months. That's funny you should mention that because I listened to Gargano at double speed for the first time in months. <laughs> Not that they would ever talk about baseball on Get Up. It's, but I mean, and fair and fair enough, it's the NBA playoffs right now. But um, they, I think, I, I think I my interest was peaked in it because um, I saw Stephen A. Uh, uh, he ha seems to have some uh, feud going with Stefan Marbury right now, uh, and uh, in response to like, I I don't. I don't know the details of this. I just saw somebody say that um, it's uh, no matter what you think, 
whoever that Dragonfly Jones guy is, um, he said, no matter what you think about uh, about this, whose side you're on, it is objectively hilarious that when you were accused of attacking someone's blackness, you came back at them by saying, we saw you eating Vaseline. What does that mean? <laughs> it was Stephen A. Smith sat there talking about Stefan Marbury, like sitting there, I guess, on the bench, just eating Vaseline. <laughs> not addressing i i guess not addressing uh, uh i guess Stephen a came at Kyrie and stefan marbury like like uh came back at him um i don't know it, apparently it's like you know deeper than as a, like apparently it uh, seems to have come at Kyrie like as a man um and and not just as a player uh but, but apparently Stephen a uh dismissed stefan marbury's comments out of hand by saying this is a guy that eats vaseline all right you know what i'm listening steven a you're right that's a fucking insane thing to do yeah so uh i'm just like so i uh i'm like i I can throw this on for a few minutes to see if (laughs) if this is if this is still going (laughs) paste eater (laughs) you know um sometimes that's all you have to say you know i think don't let the psycho just talk about you I've become one of these people that only watches YouTube now. I don't. I've. I have cable. I don't use it. I watch tons of YouTube. I watch. I watch videos on Tifo. I watch all the Tifo uh, IRL videos. Um, and so I'm getting all my soccer tactics news and opinion there. I'm watching move stuff around on the big board. I watch Terry Berenston videos uh, who rides a bike around New York with a GoPro and um, and and somehow it's interesting to me all the time to watch him ride by stuff I know and then say, oh, I know where that is. Um, it's an incredible feeling. Well, because you can't you can't imagine, right? The, the you spend the first what uh, it was 25 years of my life before I moved to New York. And then like the, there was never a time where the place you live was on TV. Well, I mean, true, but this is a YouTube video. It's a YouTube video, but it's still on television. It's something it's it triggers something that's been a real uh, hardwired into you, you know. It is nice to every once in a while watch it like a TV show and say like and this is part of cuz of who like my brother and our our roommate worked on like movies and TV shows, but you you see them filming somewhere and go like, "Oh, that's in my neighborhood. I know exactly where that is." Yeah. Yeah, this started with uh, Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt because so much of it was filmed around Greenpoint. Yeah, they were next. To, that was the one of the funniest New York moments I ever had. Is they were filming right next, to, like literally in our next door neighbor's house. And yeah, they didn't, they didn't like, want to let me into the apartment. And I just remember looking at the PA. It was like, listen, I know what your job is, and like I don't love that you said let me in because I'm going in either way. But like I'm willing to wait a minute while you get me some approval. But like I'm going into my apartment. <laughs> Like I just want to be very clear with you on You're, that. If you yeah, call call the police. <laughs> call the police and tell them that I've entered my own apartment. Yeah, I, did, I would it was it was really good cuz it was like I mean, I just turned right onto our block and it's just like am I in the right place? I'd probably been in New York for like 2 months at that point, like no time at all. Which is funny cuz like that is the first and last time that happened on our street. On our street, yes, uh, I know that they were filming right on Manhattan Avenue. Like you, I'd walk to the corner, and that's uh, one uh, a great joke from the show where they because it was when there was construction yeah. going on in that uh, building next to like Eastern District, 
and um and there was when it was all boarded up and they had the thing on there that just said coming soon nine banks <laughs> and uh, oh, go ahead. that uh so so yes yeah, so i watched the terry Barrenston videos and uh and i watch the hate five six um uh videos of hardcore shows mm, i watch oh. let's see uh, I'll, I'll watch uh Jesus and Meryl clips i got uh oh i got i got i got some uh, rick shields golf who's a very pleasant uh englishman who just kind of teaches you how to golf it's very nice lovely i should be watching i should be watching more <laughs> golf videos i should be playing golf I'm having some trouble uh, getting down to New Jersey as often as I'd like. My my travel schedule's uh, it's no good. We got some fantasy baseball videos in here. A bunch of cooking videos. We got the old Kenji Lopez all. You got some Chef Jean Pierre. Good what stuff. You got good. B- binging with Babish. Anything else? I don't yeah, know anything about binging with Babish. Bullshit. I just know the the name bothers me, but. Well, it's even worse because it's uh apparently it's like a, a I don't know how in what way he's named after a West Wing character, but I know Babish oh, is the last boy. name of a West Wing guy, and that's what he named the show after. I don't know what the binging has to do with it, but not great. It's not great, but his cooking show is all right, and he doesn't talk about the West Wing at all. Well, all right. I had to be told, you know. Well, we'll consider it. You know, yeah, I, I haven't been able to get down to New Jersey to golf. Uh, I've been able to get down there t- to some extent, but it, 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 number one, the weather's been shit. And I, I keep on saying, I don't want to be one of these people that complains about the weather, right? <laughs> I don't want to see someone just like, no, I know it's, it's just, uh, it's so cold all the time, but it, it is. It's it, It's been. It, I'll tell it's, you, it, I, I've golfed a lot in the last couple weeks. I don't know, it's easier for me, but I think. Yeah. More to more to the point, I've had no trouble with the weather. And the well, weekend it, weather hasn't been great, actually. Oh my gosh, this podcast is dying. <laughs> well, no, it's also because I get down there every like you know six to eight weeks now instead of like twice a month, like, like yeah, I was there, last yeah, summer. Yeah, there was a minute there. So now like, it's like so now it's just like now I have uh, now I have to spend time with uh, a bunch of other people. Um, you know, it's like it's already. Uh, uh, now we're like i can come down um uh saturday afternoon um but then like sunday i'm just like oh well uh you know we we had the kickball game the other week and my uh, uh my dad is just like oh let's throw something on the smoker uh so now now I, I i have my split loyalties where now it's just like well i have to get back home because we're doing a thing on the smoker and and i no one had explicitly said there were plans for afterwards and even though I was told we always go somewhere afterwards, the, we haven't done this for like six years. So no, we don't. Uh, I, I don't think that it was anything you should have felt bad about. A few, a, a bunch of people left after the game and just. Uh, well, still, in. but but it's also a bunch of people I hadn't seen in forever. But it's just like, well, I've already made the commitment to do this thing on smoker. And also, had I not gone back, my my dad would have panicked and taken it off and put it on the regular grill. <laughs> You see, he was losing his nerve by the end that we that we weren't going to get there. Hold, hold. We did a lamb shoulder, and it turned out excellent. Made some uh, chimichurri for that. Really Ooh, good. What'd you put in that chimichurri? What do you got? Uh, your classics. Um, you know what? Olive oil, garlic, salt, pepper. It's 
parsley cilantro. Okay. I just made some the other day. I don't know how widely uh, – first time I ever made chimichurri, so I didn't, I didn't know how widely different they get. That's pretty much what I put in there. Didn't put any that's, parsley, but – That's all you got to do. You, you know, you throw the food processor for, what, 30 seconds? Oh, and you're I just in, use these these mitts, huh? And a, and a knife. And a spoon. And a, and a knife? Yeah. You got a you got a big mortar and pestle? I I, I have a medium to – small mortar and pestle see that's good that's good that makes you feel like uh you uh connected to uh uh, uh ancient times i actually used you it feel i like, had uh i had cumin seeds and i like ground a, them up in the mortar and pestle yeah you're like a, a a medicine man yeah i'm like a yeah i'm a witch yeah you could you feel like you and you got the you're in there with your uh uh you know uh, you can be conjuring things you could be working on all sorts of things Oh, in your in your laboratory. Here's the fun thing for the podcast. I I I've just recently decided. I I don't know why. I've kind of been vacillating on this for a few years now. But I made an appointment with my doctor to try and see what what it would be like to go back on ADD medication for the first time since high school. Oh, that'd be sick. It's gonna. Roll. I I gotta tell you, it's probably it's gonna do wonders for you. I say this as someone who's not on anything. I have Adderall. I actually have um. Oh, you know what? <laughs> I keep on forgetting I have health insurance now, and I should use it. I actually have I have really good health insurance. But here's the fucking thing. Let me tell you, Brendan. Um, my regular doctor, you know, he doesn't want to prescribe me uh, Adderall. I can't go into his office. I've I've seen him once. Yeah, I can't go in there and say, "Hey, uh, you don't know me, um, but you can you can take my word for this." Uh, I have I get an Adderall prescription, but the one I was prescribed is not strong enough. So thank you. Well, I'm going in there. To I'll be I'll be looking. I'll be looking forward to that. So now. But so what I have to do is go through an actual, you know, uh, uh, they, he wants me to see an actual mental health professional for that. For And that those people don't take insurance and you can't get to see one. And there's months and months to wait to even get in the fucking door. So or even get a consultation. So so nothing. I I just You may have more luck down there. I me- I just messaged the doctor that I've seen like two or three times since I moved back down here. And I just like, you know, very honestly, if you don't want to believe me, you don't have to believe me. It's fine, but like I was on a shitload of ADD medication my entire life until I was 18 and then I stopped and then by like 23 I had replaced it with weed. <laughs> and so uh, I was just like, hey, I want to try it again. Like, I'm 34. It's like, I, it really brought on by the fact of, like, how fucking tough it has been lately to, like, get through a book. Just, like, constantly, like, trying to read a book. And then, like, oh, I'm on my phone. I've been on my phone for 10 minutes. And then, oh, I can't focus. And it's just very annoying. Oh, absolutely. I I mean, I, the the amount of work that I've gotten done in the last couple months is a miracle. Uh, here, uh, I will... Open up my uh, my Substack here. Since uh, what? Let's say since February twenty fifth is when I started writing the Bundesliga previews. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven uh, things that I've gotten uh, written since February twenty fifth, uh, which for me is an incredible amount of work. I can't believe like. I, but I've still managed to only get seven things written in. Very March, March, probably. Uh, all right. Well, that's actually 
It's not that long. <laughs> February, March, March, April. Maybe you don't need that April. May, May, May just started. So I got seven. Uh, it's about once a week. About once a week, I can I can get something written. Um, and considering it's not my actual job, I guess it's not that important. And considering no one really reads it, it's not that big of a deal either. But let me tell you this. Um, it, it takes me all week to do that. It's It's maybe three hours worth of work. And I start thinking about it on Monday morning and I'm finishing it in a panic before I have to go to work <laughs> Friday. And I'm mentioning it in the writing that like in the last like the last previews, like, you know, there's nine games to preview for every, uh, you know, Bundesliga match week. And then like the eighth one, we'll, it will just start with like these are going to get shorter because I have to go to work. And it's just like <laughs> I genuinely like I started this thing Monday night. So so I, I 100 percent get any like the uh, uh attention deficit things do you often find yourself um you know you're thinking about the things you want to do all day and then you just continue thinking about them and then it's like six o'clock and then you're very angry i don't and, usually when you get... didn't and didn't do any of them because that's i get that a lot i don't get angry with myself very often i think that's kind of a big problem for me actually <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than content to just get lost and looking yeah. at your phone. Yeah. You're never, you're never just, at, you never feel like I'd you just like, be like this is all time that could have, this is all time that was wasted. So like, I do feel like that, but more, it's just like ah fuck, I didn't do that, did I? Or, or more like uh, the conversation is about like what time is the time of no return? Like when must I start this chore or it's not happening? And then I just eke every minute away until. 6.37, which, like, I said I had to start this by 6.45 or it's not happening. I don't think this is going to happen for me today. And she's like, you're such a fucking piece of shit. And then that's pretty much where it ends. You know? <laughs> I'm not too tough on myself. <laughs> which is, you know, <laughs> it's good and bad. <laughs> you know, it really... It, it really... It, it's I'm a very pleasant guy to golf with. I'm not out there fucking cursing and... And you know, I don't expect that much. You know, I'm I'm not getting too mad at myself. I gotta say, also, you know, beyond that, I'm really not bothered about uh uh about my life uh right now. Like uh, there there have been times where I'm just like, you know, I actually need therapy. I need someone to talk to. Like I have to sort of work these problems out. Right now, none. I'm uh <laughs> I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna call myself mentally healthy currently. But I'll tell you, that, like right now, I just I I'm really not bothered by things. I mean, it would That's be good. good practice to have every week to where like I was sort of forced to talk my way through things because there's there's probably some things that I'm just deciding that I'm not going to worry about right now that will eventually just make me explode. But as far as like every day being a struggle because like I feel like I can't move past something. No, I really just want to be able like, and it's. It's its own sort of embarrassment, though, right? Where it's just like not this. Like I can talk about, you know, needing help for mental and emotional problems, but when I have to put it in these specific terms, when I have to say I'm not doing a good enough job on my soccer blog, that's that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, that that's, rules. I love that's, that. That's <laughs> when I. That's when like that's harder to say than like I'm struggling like and I can't cope with my life like I, there's just these feelings that are just, of like I'm just being crushed by by the world around me and no it's just like no I'm not um I I'm 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 not 
you. If, I haven't if, properly not monetized using my, time, my podcast. Yeah, I'm not uh, using my time as efficiently as I could for my uh, fake career. Oh, my God, Mike. I found – I got, like, push advertised a, a new podcast on Instagram about how to monetize my podcast. And I followed well, it on Overcast, but I have not been able to make myself listen to it yet. It's going to be fucking drivel. We're going to have to listen to one of them on the show, like five minutes of it. Just take notes. I'll be – or no, I'll just play it, and I'll just get mad when you don't take notes. He's like, I notice you don't have any – like a pen in your hand or anything. <laughs> teaching you how to make money. Yeah, see that uh, – you know, I can I can activate uh, ambassador ads on um, on Anchor because uh, the, 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 the soccer show is hosted on Anchor, of course, which is Spotify's platform, which means that like I think – the fine print is probably like you don't own anything you ever yeah. produce, <laughs> but um, for ninety-seven percent of people on that platform, that'll never be a problem, right? Uh, but not but you. I can set up subscriptions. Uh, I can add listener support. I don't know. I like. I the dream is to uh, like do just enough work that um. I can get like, I don't know what's what what's an appropriate amount of money to say that like you would want to get from Patreon. If uh, I enough like four, how, how's like four hundred dollars a month? That is aiming like take take so home so low. That would be nice. I wouldn't though. say no to it. I wouldn't say no to four hundred dollars a month on Patreon. That pays sure. that pays for that pays for going to the bar one night every weekend. I haven't been to the bar in a long time, Mike. I got it. You got to come up here. It's, uh, oh my god! We I went. It. I went to a legal um, marijuana distillery. No, I keep trying to say distillery. 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 So whatever it is, uh, I went to one dispensary. Was, thank you. And <laughs> I just couldn't. Th- I couldn't think of the word, and then I just I didn't care. I was just gonna talk. And I, but when I said it, I'm just like, he doesn't need me to say this. <laughs> No, I did. I was I was just gonna move on. <laughs> I uh no, I went on Sunday and I shouldn't have because it was it was just a big line. They said to come back on like a Tuesday and there's no line. But I went there and it was like a line around the block. It was in this like like desolate warehouse district in South Jersey until you turn right where where the Cura Leaf is and there was just like Three or four ex-cops just standing there directing traffic and shit. It was really funny to, like, pull up to a weed dispensary and have a guy who was, who was clearly a cop, like, working security. And he goes, medicinal or recreational? And I was like, recreational. I'm like, all right, you need to park back there. It's like, thank you, officer. And then I waited in line for an hour, and everybody was having the same conversation at different points in the line. Just like, wow, thank God they finally did this. Like, this is pretty cool. Um, I also had to order online, but it made no difference. It made, like, ordering online didn't get you done any faster. You just had to have an online order so that when you got in, it was ready. But, um, as somebody who's been arrested for weed, uh, I'm happy this has happened. This is good. That's right. You've been, uh, you, you, you've been a victim of the system. I've, I mean, do we have, like, an hour to talk about all the bullshit tickets I've ever gotten in my life? That, that, one of the chief among, among them. Well, the funniest ticket I th- I think the funniest like avalanche of tickets I ever got when I was like eighteen, I, nobody really underscored the importance of like paying a fine, 
Like, I didn't really, like, I was just, like, a freshman in college. I didn't really give a shit. So I got, I was on a train. We were on, me and a friend from my college were taking a train home to a party um, in our hometown. And we got on the, at that time, brand new Riverline train. And we paid the wrong fare. I forget what what fare we paid. We might have been, like, the senior citizens fare or something like that. But, like, we both paid the wrong fare. And these cops, they checked our tickets, and they were just like, yeah, you paid the wrong fare. Like, you can't, you gotta go. And we were like, we'll step outside of the next stop and wait for the next train and pay the fare there. Like, And he's like, nah, I gotta give you a ticket. But what we'll do is we'll only give the ticket to you, Brendan, because you live around here. So it's not a big deal for you to just, like, you know, pop by and pay the ticket. And then he can just split it with you, and don't worry about it. Well, that guy dropped out of school. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't get my half of the ticket. And there was, like, some problem with the computer system. Um, Classic. When Yeah, because it was just, like, they were just trying to put things online. So when me and my dad both tried to pay it online before the day it was due, and the ticket just didn't appear on the Internet. And then, like, I don't know. We waited. We we tried for, like, like, two or three weeks after that. Me and my dad to pay this ticket, and then it never appeared. So we both kind of just threw our hands up. We're like, "All right, whatever." Uh, and then, like six months later, I got a I got a notice. It was like, "You have a bench warrant. <laughs> you have a bench warrant for your uh, appearance in court. You missed it because like I I didn't pay the ticket. So then they sent me something, and I didn't pay that, and I didn't like respond to it. So then it was like license suspended, bench warrant, and basically in the end, um, this seventy five dollar ticket probably ended up costing eighteen year old Brendan like. $1,000. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I also got a ticket. There was a basketball court at, behind my house growing up, and they decided they were going to – like all the white people around just always wanted that thing closed at night. It was like one thing after another. It was like first we need the lights off at night, and then we need this, then we need that. And then it was like the park closes at 8. And me and my friend were outside at 8, at eight just like sitting on the basketball court, and the cop came up probably by like 8.30. And he was like, hey, you – this place is closed. Like, you got to go. And he's like, you're not supposed to be here. And he's like, oh, yeah, I'm sorry about that. And he's like, yeah, where do you live? What do you, what the fuck's up? And I was like, oh, I live right there. He's like, oh, so you know what time the park closes then because you live right there. He's like, yeah, I, I guess. So then he gave <laughs> – So then he gave me and the guy I was with uh, each a ticket for $150. Right, 10 Good. feet from my back fence. Good stuff. Absolute bullshit. How about you? You you always you didn't get very many tickets when you were growing up, did you? My biggest problem uh, in the beginning was just like nobody was told me it was like you got to take care of this stuff when it pops up. I uh have been pulled over uh once in my life, and I was like, go with a warning. It was the second day I ever had a license. It's because I was driving with my without my headlights on. It wasn't even dark. It was getting close. Um and um. The only other time, the only time I ever got an actual ticket for something was uh, open container when I was drinking on the uh, uh, the platform for the Metropolitan Avenue uh, uh, G uh, train stop. So uh, you're a baby, man. Nothing. And you know what? I emailed my twenty five dollars in for that. And three years later, they mailed me the check back. They didn't ever cash. <laughs> I, it. Yeah, that was on our fridge. For a don't know. Time. Don't know what happened. What else? Do I have another good one? Um. Oh, I just had one and I forgot about it because because you were still blabbering on. That's right. You gotta, you gotta let me interrupt you more often. Uh, 
No, I've gotten, like, speeding tickets. I've gotten a couple of those. One time when it was snowing, a cop, like, made a point of pulling me over to uh, to tell me I had too much snow on my roof, so he gave me a ticket for that. I just remember, like, looking around and be like, everybody has snow on the roof, man. And he's just like, listen, here's the ticket. You can argue it if you want. It's like, yeah, all right, <laughs> bye. That was the uh, the racist cop's, uh, famously racist cop from our hometown, son, who gave me that ticket. Which is really cool that his dad did that because now every ticket he gives could be immediately, like, written off. Both yes. the father and the son, you can go like, yeah, it's fucking – his fucking racist son gave me that ticket. What an asshole. And everybody goes like, yeah, you probably didn't deserve that guy. That guy was a prick. <laughs> yep. Now, yeah, nothing, I don't know, nothing, nothing's ever happened to me. When I was the, like the police, The police just naturally respect me. <laughs> when I was like 20, we went into the 7-Eleven to buy like a, like a Dutch so we could uh, go buy some weed and, and then smoke it like a cigarette. And we we I bought the like the game cigar or whatever the fuck it was, and I didn't see the cop in like the back corner of the Seven Eleven who followed me out, and it was like me and Brad and this guy that like went to high school with us, but we really didn't spend any time together, John, and the cop just like followed us out of the Seven Eleven and immediately pulled us over, and he was just like, yeah, hey, I pulled you over for uh, what was it, uh changing lanes improperly or something like that and i was like yeah okay i'm not sure that i did that and he was like yeah and i got a question for you boys who's got the shit (laughs) and i was like what he's like who's got the shit who's got the fucking drugs and we were all just like well as the cop was pulling us over john says to me he's like do you is there any drugs in the car and i said no he's like is there any like open containers of alcohol or anything like that no and he's like then we're good man so he decided he was just gonna like have a laugh with these uh, about these guys uh who really got into it with uh, in my car they he asked who had the drugs he insisted he was like listen you can let me search the car i'm bringing out the drug dogs and and we were just like bring the dogs that's fine and the dogs came out and then they walked around my car for a while and they didn't find anything and he was like do you mind if we search the car still and I just remember going like this. It was like, no, I don't want you to search the car. He's like, well, we're going to have to insist. We really want to search the car. So I said yes because I was 18, and that's just what you do. And I kept this disgusting car. Like at that time, it was all fast. It was that red minivan I owned, and it was just like full of Your fast- car, I mean, you you moved here with a disgusting car. The Nissan? It was pretty dirty. Oh, I don't take care of the inside of my car very well. I usually it's usually just like fast food, con- like empty fast food containers and like bags. your car. To be fair, your uh, the the times that I've been in your car, uh, uh, it's it's not bad at all. Uh, this most these recent days. car I have now, I've I've been taken care of very. Your well. cruise, your 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 Chevy Cruise is taken care of, baby. I forgot that I, it asked me to name my Chevy Cruise. How much do you know about me, uh, Mike? What what did I name my Chevy Cruise? It's very on brand for me. Me, uh, like, th- two years ago, probably. Uh, did, uh James Bong? Mm, Jeff Probst. Uh, <laughs> you could have guessed that. If, if, if I, I could have guessed that, because I tell, any time a, kind of commercial for Survivor comes on, <laughs> I tell the person that I'm with in the room that uh, Brendan wishes Jeff Probst was his dad. 
I accidentally said that because it's always it's obviously very tongue in cheek. But I said that around my dad once. He's <laughs> like, "What?" <laughs> like, "Oh, you know what? That's not really a reflection on you." It's All right. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to talk about this in front of you. But now that we are, you can see why I'd say this, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So this this cop uh, just just brought out the drug dogs and. Yeah, really, really ran me through hell, and what he was inevitably uh, hoping to find would have been one dime bag of marijuana, which was not there. And then at the end, he had us all like gathered together, the three of us. He's like, "We didn't find anything in there," but oh, and they were like pressing me. It was like, "Well, where were you on your way to go?" I was, and I just like they kept cornering me. I was like, "You were on your way to buy weed, right?" And I was. It just shined a light on their terrible police work. It was like if you guys waited five minutes and had any amount of like chill i would have led you like immediately the next place i was going was my drug dealer's house five minutes away but you couldn't you couldn't wait five follow for five minutes you had to immediately pull me over within 30 seconds and uh you're you're not gonna find the guy now um and his parting wisdom on us was well the first thing he said to us as you remember was who's got the shit so then he looked at me he's like you said that you were going to buy weed hey stay off the shit and I like nodded or something. He's like, "Yay, stay off the shit." And I was like, "Okay, like, leave me the fuck alone. I've been here for an hour now." Taking it under advisement. Um, I actually, mm, yeah, I I worked somewhere later and I got my revenge on that cop. That's that's all I will say. Uh, I don't feel like I should talk about what I did with the cop on the show. I will just say I got my revenge. Uh, yeah, best best to leave that one. I will say there was completely legal revenge, and it felt great. <laughs> completely legal revenge. Nothing weird about it. Just a completely legal revenge. Just you know that it, it's it no. Fell into my lap that, to... that oh, this guy is the cop, and I can screw him right now immediately, and then we walk don't have away. to talk about it it's just it's not it, just know that know that i got revenge in a totally normal way that oh brendan oh brendan the mets are winning oh shit did they just hit a grand slam <laughs> I, was, my sister i looked down at my sister just you and it was seven my, si- my sister just texted me in all caps are you watching the mets <laughs> is she a mets fan uh Yes, and for the funniest reason possible, uh, it's because uh, when she was a child, she saw a picture of Julia Stiles wearing a Mets uh, T-shirt, and she always thought the Mets were cool for that reason. That's that's as good a reason so as any. She's, by the way, she's not really a. Uh, I don't think she pays very much attention to baseball at all. So she's been a Mets sympathizer for that reason. She always had positive feelings about the Mets because of Julia Stiles. <laughs> Thank you, Julia. Uh, the Philly area is melting down over their sports teams collectively right now. Joel and well, broke his face. Uh, the Phillies have, uh, you know, per annual value, like a $75 million a year outfield. And they can't score enough runs to win. They can't hold a 7-1 lead. Um, <laughs> yeah, they're going to lose their shit over this one. It's very. It's been very funny. I listened to Gargano today. Oh, my God. Anthony Gargano, uh, poor guy. You know, I don't wish this on anyone. But, you know, he's he's my little, I don't know, he, I, I like to, to, to focus on him. He, he herniated a disc in his back, and he's in agony. So every caller who calls in has got, like, is telling him what to do to help his back. 
and he keeps going like, well, I, I have a doctor, so it's like it's cool. I don't need your help. Like, no, 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 no. You got this work for my cousin. Yeah, and I, I'm kidding. He's actually very open. Oh, thanks a lot, brother. I'm going to do that. I'm going to keep that in mind. You're absolutely right. Like, elevate my feet, lay back in an inclined position. You got it, brother. Sounds great. So uh, it looks like the Mets scored all of those runs in the ninth. It was a seven run. It was a seven run or not, not well, seven of the eight. They had a seven run ninth inning, seven runs off eight, off eight hits. Oof. <laughs> Oy vey. <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh about the fucking Mets on my show. Wow. <laughs> Just now it's my show. <laughs> uh, I got to know who scored all these runs, though. What happened? <laughs> what happened? What happened? Francisco Lindor homered. Then Marcana singled and somebody scored. Then J.D. Davis doubled and somebody scored. And then Nimmo. Scored two more. Yeah, that that's one, two, three, four runs. That's and then a home run. That's six. That's cool. Good stuff. Fighting Phils. How about the? I I I still support the way the Phillies handled this this off season. They zigged and everybody else zagged, and I love that. They paid some yeah. money for players, and nobody else wanted to. It's true. I, it's, I was I very mean, happy about it. They went and got two twenty twenty five million dollar outfielders. Good for you. Hey, you know what? I'm yes. yawning. Um, I mean, when half of baseball just uh, isn't interested in winning at all, you, you 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 spend some money, you have a good time. People come out to the games; they like talking about you. If you can put up an 85 win team every year in baseball, like this is baseball. I don't I don't know how much like the Braves is going to happen more often. Uh, every year, well, where yeah, just especially, like not necessarily it, they had no talent, but just like it's going to turn into hockey, where it's just like ride the hot goalie, just get hot yeah. at the right time. So there's going to be some weird way, teams. The expand, uh, I do uh, have strong feelings about this, which the uh, with the expanded playoffs and all that, uh, the regular season is almost entirely pointless. You got to make it six teams, not a ton you of gotta, teams. But are, well, are they, given how are many they, teams are not trying, it's really not. You're not competing against 30 teams to make the playoffs. You're competing against, I don't know, probably nine in each league. Yeah. And the last year, the Lightning, um, Kucherov had a, a serious surgery, uh, missed the entire regular season. He could have come back um, oh, this guy. Tor- tor- towards the end of it. Um, and they would have had him for a couple games to get him, uh, you know, back up to speed, whatever. And then, uh, but the way that the NHL rules work, it's that if you're on IR, your salary doesn't count against the cap. So they kept him out the entire year so that they could spend more money than they actually had. But then those rules don't apply in the playoffs. So they brought him back. Just, so they get just they brilliantly get, they get, done. Yeah. 
So what um, did they pay him? Did didn't he have? Oh to get no, paid? he still get. I think so. He still his stuff gets just paid. doesn't, count, it just against doesn't count against the cap. Right. They should. I think that that would honestly not counting stuff against the cap would be a good way to save these kind of like, insofar as uh, where the sports they're worried about player salaries. Which, if you ask the owners, that's no sports. But like a, a lot of like targeted allocation funding is like would be good practice if you could say like, all right, if you spent. $20 million on free agents this offseason. Everybody after that $20 million uh, counts whatever discount towards the cap this year. Or you have, like, listen, your, your best player only counts for $20 million. So you can sign more than one big player if somebody wants to spend a bunch of money. Like, that kind of stuff, I, I feel it could help uh, get teams spending money again. Well, anyway, I, I say that not, yeah, again, baseball salary cap and all that doesn't really factor but basically if you can just have jacob Degrom pitch like 10 games a year if you can if you can just hold him <laughs> until october every year and then just release him just a pitch in october only whatever that's good enough you're gonna you can get there without him and now uh it, oh, you're the, getting you're getting uh you getting big in your britches now now the mets can get there without him well, the Mets right now a are games in uh, April. well. Let's it's well. Uh, it's May fifth. Yeah, but they haven't won a bunch of games in May. They've been playing they, very well, but it's only May fifth. It's only May fifth. Like, ended. We'll see. Well, look, uh, season's not even a month old. No, uh, the Mets Plenty could of times still to could met. still be crushed by injuries, but they're uh, if they can hold this lead here, um, they will move to ten games above five hundred. Um, on May fifth, which is uh, a pretty good start. Now, usually, oh it's, god, what, did you see that statistic that just came up on the screen? No, it's teams are zero and six hundred and thirty-four. Went up by six going into the ninth inning. <laughs> <laughs> Over the last three seasons, look, yeah, like um, going into this, uh, like uh, th- this particular game is not an example of uh, of why the Mets are good. Uh, this sort of sort of thing should not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, however, uh, this sort of uh, team spirit and all that 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 allows these sort of things to happen and the kind of belief is very important, especially when you have to keep on going and doing this stupid bullshit every day. <laughs> I agree. It is very important. They have they got a good thing going on there. There's something magical happening in the, in that locker room right now. You can now granted again. The Mets, the, oh, uh, uh, <laughs> it's over. It's over. Incredible. Now, uh, the Mets uh, did start eleven and one famously a few years ago, um, but that uh, that was games that were like only like this, where they would they they like won, uh they won like six straight games where they were down at least three runs, like at the end of the seventh inning <laughs> and, and, uh, and everyone just went like, yeah, this is a, an unsustainable run. And uh, there, there will be a correction for this. And then uh, the correction came fucking hard. And that was, that was, I think that was also the same year that they won like two games in June. And that's how it goes sometimes. Oof. Twitter's not, Philly's Twitter is not handling this very well. I wouldn't think so. Um, you want to end the show? We'll end the show. We'll end the show on the on on, on the high of the, the the Mets comeback. We're riding high, baby. Very excited. 
Ride the high country. Uh, All right. Well, uh, goodbye, everyone. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, we have a special episode for you next week. I think we will. Don't don't go making any promises. Uh, We're doing it next week. All right. Bye, everyone. All right. Myself shut. My weakness is that I can't do much, and my scars remind me that the past is real. I tear my heart open just to fail. Drunk and I'm feeling down, and I just wanna be alone. A piss cause you came around. Why don't you just go home? Cause I channeled all your pain And I can't help you fix yourself You're making me insane All I can say is I tear my heart open I sew myself shut And my weakness is That I can't do much And the skies remind us That the past is real You never realized that you're drowning in the water. So I offered you my hand. Compassion's in my nature. Tonight is our last stand. I tear my heart open. I sew myself shut. And my weakness is that I can't do much. And I scars remind us that the past is real. And I'm feeling down And I just want to be alone You shouldn't ever come around Why don't you just go home Cause you're drowning in the water And I tried to grab your hand I left my heart open But you didn't understand But you didn't understand You fix yourself Help you fix yourself, but at least I could say I tried. I'm sorry, but I gotta move on with my own life. I can't help you fix yourself, but at least I could say I tried. I'm sorry, but I gotta move on.